Good afternoon and welcome to the International Museum and Research Center. My name is Dennis Malfazer, and over a period of 30 years, I primarily did Roswell. That was my main research. I also did underground bases, Area 51 up in Nevada, the pyramids of Giza and Egypt. I did tours here in town for seven years, Roswell UFO tours. As far as Roswell, this whole thing started in July of 1947. There was a ranch foreman, Mac Brassel, on a ranch 65 miles northwest of here. At night, during a thunderstorm, he heard a sound louder than thunder, an explosion of some kind. He went out the next morning on horseback to check his sheep, look at his windmills for damage. He came upon a debris field, pieces of something scattered three quarters of a mile long by several hundred yards wide. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Hey, listeners. Ever wonder what it would be like to sell everything and travel the country at the tender age of 50? Well, with our last kid off to college and the ability to now work remotely, we've decided to do just that. So we're selling the house, loading up the dog, and hitting every city from California to Florida. We're scouring the country for a new place to call home. And dragging you into every restaurant, Airbnb, and tourist trap we encounter along the way. This is the Skip Town All-Stars Podcast. What's up, listeners? Welcome back for another episode of Skip Town All-Stars. Hi there. Hi. How you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good. good. My voice is still like messed up. I don't know what the issue is. Yeah. I think I talk too much. What do you think? Mm, <laughs> no comment. That is a loaded question. It is a loaded question. You better only there's answer no, that way. One there's way. no correct answer to that. <laughs> there is a correct answer. Uh, there's not. No, honey, you don't talk enough. I'd love to hear more. Um, Best answer. <laughs> anyway, uh, we are... In Oklahoma City, we have a ton to tell you about our latest adventures. We have to start out, though, with Roswell, New Mexico. It has always been on my list. I'm a huge sci-fi fan. I'm a huge alien conspiracist. Um, it is true. Uh, it's actually filtered down to a couple of my kids. They like that genre. Mia, not so much. She's but, smart. <laughs> she is smart. but She uh, knows it's nonsense. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Roswell, New Mexico was a bullseye for me for a long time to hit. And we hit Roswell. I would say Roswell did not hit us. You you can elaborate. You could begin to elaborate. So first, before I start with how Roswell hit us, what did you expect as a sci-fi fan, an alien believer, what did you expect when you knew that we were going or found out that we were headed to Roswell? Because you did not know. Um, I no, had I had didn't. it on my on my agenda and I had wanted to surprise him. And it kind of like the cat got out of the bag in one of our podcasts when he mentioned it. I'm like, well, we're going. So I just want to ask you, all these years of thinking like Area 51 and Roswell, um, what were your thoughts? Before we got to Roswell. Yeah. Um, well, I can tell you what I didn't think. And that is, you know, in Los Angeles, if you go to Hollywood and Highland, or I think it's in a few other cities, it may, there may be one in Orlando. I'm not sure. But there's a- Church Rip Street. Church th Street Station is in Orlando. There's a Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. I thought going nowhere with Church Street, okay, but sorry. thank you. Anyway, I'll finish. <laughs> and so there's a Ripley's Believe It or Not. It's dumb. It's corny. It's um, completely- run down right at this point i i don't know if it's completely run down i haven't been in it in years but you walk I don't by know. It, but you walk by it on hollywood boulevard and you're like <laughs> mm, meh that hard pass right um what i did not expect was that roswell was going to look like the back alley of ripley's, ripley's believe it or not everywhere and so, okay. So, what my it was not. Is, I, I was expecting a little farm town with some quirky, quaint shops, with a few streets of sort of, uh, you know, alien paraphernalia, uh, which I guess we got. Uh, I just, I, I did not expect it to be sort of the pit that it was, and I'm not even like sugarcoating it. Even the grocery store was junk, so I wasn't. Um, you know, I'm really, I'm leading with the headline on this. I know by telling you, like, I did not expect it to suck as bad as it did. Um, there were a few highlights, but, uh, so would you recommend it? 
I wouldn't. I, I would say try and get into Area 51. You're going to have a better time getting shot by the military than into- you are going to Roswell. Like, seriously, you're going to have a way better story to tell your children than you went to Roswell. Like that market where you bought your t-shirt. It was was an antique mall. So it had different vendors in it. And um, yeah, it was pretty run down like any antique mall that you go into. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So you were thoroughly disappointed. That place sucked. All right. So um, what I thought, since, you know, you want to know what I thought, I I know you really do. So I'm going to tell you. I'm still brewing over what I thought. Go ahead. Uh, I actually thought after hearing your idea um, of what you thought it was going to be, I guess mine is more along the lines of, I think what I had in my head was Death Valley meets an alien. I was expecting like pulling up to a gas station that only had a couple pumps and was like really old fashioned. And like there'd be alien paraphernalia hanging outside at the gas station. Then I expected to like run down motels that like had all kinds of like alien signs outside of them. Um, The honestly most disappointing part of this whole Roswell experience was that it didn't even land in Roswell. Yeah, like, it was 80 did, miles away. Did That's, you know that ahead yeah, of time? Yeah, I mean, I knew it was outside of Roswell, but Roswell is, I mean, Roswell is a train town, I think. I believe it's a big railroad town back in the day. And so it was the major hub where sort of when this event, whatever it is you believe occurred, occurred, uh, it's sort of where everybody descended and the press was staying in Roswell uh, there was a military presence. There was, you know, right. So that. it was a big so city close to. The, it was the closest the crash. Hu- it wasn't even a big city, but it was the closest well, hub. Okay, closest to hub. where the crash occurred. Out okay, on this guy's that ranch. was news to me. I was looking everywhere for the crash site and was so <laughs> disappointed that we had to travel eighty miles. And I was willing to do it, but then we found out that it's now private property. Yeah, and um, and some conspiracy theorists we. I learned, um, think that the government now owns the property because I guess a few years ago, I think dating back, I have to look it up again because um, it's been a, a while since we've been there a few weeks. But I believe that when I looked it up originally in 2017, it was privately owned the ranch up until 2017. And I think in the year of 2017, it was the only year the private person that owned that ranch allowed digging on the ranch and allowed tours. Yeah, they opened it up to the public. That's but I it think was that's only right. for one year. And then now um it's owned by somebody else and they've closed it. They've taken the sign down. Um you can't even, I guess, find um the address for it. I guess it's it's okay, conspiracy theorists say it's completely wiped from the internet. Um when we went to the welcome center. I think they told me that we could probably ask someone at the museum and they might be able to give us the address. Um, I think I did ask Dennis, who was very knowledgeable about the crash, uh, for the address. For clarity, though. I know. I'm not even getting there yet. But in any case, the crash site isn't in Roswell. So for me, it was so disappointing. was hoping to actually go and see where it happened. Um, I was surprised at how Roswell looked like Van Nuys Boulevard. (laughs) And if you are from Los Angeles, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It is a very, very busy street with tons of stores uh, just right next to each other, kind of just like a strip mall. Uh, but not a strip mall. Just yeah, it's strips. like it's like thrift store heaven. So whatever that street is in your hometown, that's sort of what she's talking about by Van, Van Nuys Boulevard. And and that is actually spot on for the entire, I would say almost the entire strip of Roswell, other than the Welcome Center and the International Museum of UFOs. Yeah. So let's be clear. When you drive into Roswell, you're not going to see any alien paraphernalia anywhere. You're going to see a Pennzoil-like oil change center. You're going to see a dollar tree. Uh, you're not like, you're not going to like be inundated with alien stuff when you land into Roswell, uh, you know, right out of the gate, you have to find this street and it is just a street and it's not even a cool street. Um, there's a couple of shops sprinkled in that are like 
you know, just kind of silly and fun. And you go in and you see like cardboard cutouts of aliens and you pay $5 and then you'll go to the next one and see a baby alien cut out of cardboard. But um, yeah, that was so disappointing. I, for me, not even being a believer, I was like, (laughs) so I'm sorry. Oh yeah. I mean, Hey, you know, Sometimes it's it's bad to meet your heroes, you know? Yeah. And I mean, there was a Roswell, like, welcome to Roswell sign. And you could see sort of cheeky hat tips to aliens at certain hotels, at, at, at the McDonald's, I think, and all that other stuff. Um, yeah. We were going to an Airbnb that night. So we got off the main drag kind of right away, getting to our place where we were staying because we got in late, right? Did we get in late? We got, uh, in, we got in like at dusk. Yeah. And so it wasn't until the next morning where we were like, okay, let's go tackle oh, yeah. Roswell. We were excited and about we got to see down some there aliens. And it was like, you know, I don't know. It was like 15 Napa auto parts stores. And you know, it's so true. It's like a 7-Eleven that was junky. And, you know. Um, Look, it's like you, I disagree with him. I would tell someone to go because you probably should go um, just to say you have been there. Uh, Is it worth like flying in and driving and all that? I'm not sure. I guess it would probably be worth it if you're going to go during the UFO convention because Roswell holds a UFO convention. We found out every year. That would be fun because then everybody's dressed up. Um, There is one site that that we both really, really enjoyed. It was the UFO Museum. And that seemed to have a lot of facts. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing air quotes for those of you listening right now. Uh, no, that was cool. They had a whole room with like all kinds of documentation, uh, Books. government files, yes. uh, bins and bins of those things. They had cassette tapes, interviews with, uh, you know, uh, and when we're talking International UFO Museum, we're not talking just the Roswell incident. We're talking stuff from all over, you know, the world and, and sort of, um, uh, you know, uh, just files and files of government interviews with Navy pilots and the air force and, you know, all sorts of generals and that museum is really cool. So if you're going to do anything and, um, you know, you are going to go to Roswell, that is definitely, that's the spot. 100%. But definitely pack a lunch because there's a lot of reading there. (laughs) Like seriously, you're going to, they have tables where you can sit down and peruse the materials. Uh, you know, I think you can listen to the audio cassette tapes. I think they have a mode to do that. Um, you can't obviously check anything out of the museum, but you could sit there and while away your whole day just it's going true. on a deep dive of, you know, oh, it's a rabbit hole. Yeah, exactly. Close encounters of whatever kind you choose. Yeah. So, uh, so that part's great. And they also have a, you know, when you get into sort of the main uh, hall. Uh, they have, you know, all of the sort of displays of television shows, movies, uh, War of the Worlds, any any sort of um, alien encounter. Yeah, in pop cult pop culture, uh, you know, TV show. The TV show Roswell is prominently displayed. Obviously, it's a big hit yeah. in that area. In uh, I guess Roswell had a reboot that I didn't know about, but um, it did? so. Yeah, uh, the show itself had a reboot. Yeah, I think I don't know, however, five six years ago, something like that. So oh, it didn't it didn't last again, unfortunately. But I'm sure, however, Roswell is portrayed in that show does not reflect how Roswell is <laughs> portrayed in real life. I mean, it just it was a bummer. It was like, okay, seriously, clean your streets. There's litter everywhere. There's yeah. litter ever like it's nuts. Okay, but to be fair, I think Roswell really showed who she was the first night we landed there because that Airbnb was really um, quite um, telling as to how the rest of the town was going to be. Okay, let's be honest. I think that we both hope Roswell would be as creepy as the Airbnb. Right. But, but, But to be fair, the Airbnb was run down and it was across from a park that was run down and Everything around it was kind of dirt. So well, I mean, there was there that, were train tracks running at the back of the property. Right. So, so the point uh, is, is that it really, it really gave us a clear indication of like 
welcome the Roswell bitches. Well, yeah. And <laughs> what she's trying to say is I really struck out on the Airbnb. But uh, oh. in fairness to me, oh. I knew it was going to be an old farmhouse because it said it was an old farm. It said grandma and grandma. First gran- of all. It said Grammy and Grampy's old farmhouse, whatever. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Like. That's they could call it a farmhouse, but you have got know, to but, be clear. But no, let me spell it out. Nobody is here. Okay, wait, before you start spelling, just don't picture a farmhouse because it's not a freaking <laughs> farmhouse. It's like a track home. Go ahead. Okay. I was raised in farm country. We've talked about this before. I know what a farmhouse on farmland looks like. It was a track home. That was not this. It was on a sort of uh, two lane strip pet like cemetery. highway that yeah it was like pet cemetery there were a lot of trucks like we heard the semi trucks all night long uh when the train wasn't popping off yep um i i thought the the park across the street was fine like there were kids playing baseball there and stuff like there were teams holding practices yeah but it just that. looked like a dirt um, like obviously those people felt fine and comfortable like the park was nice enough yeah. but anyway um we were on our way. So we left Denise's favorite spot in Santa Fe and I just booked this thing on the fly. And I was like, you know what? This is 80 bucks. The cleaning fee is this the cleaning fee. Oh my God, people, you definitely get what you pay for when you're booking an Airbnb. They're hearing $80. This thing was like uh, all in with cleaning fees and they took the dog because we weren't going to ruin anything in this house. <laughs> It wasn't a manufactured house. I mean, somebody did build this thing by hand at some point, but <laughs> but we but we got there and we're like, this thing is like a liter- It's like on a dirt patch. Like there's no there was no grass. There were no sunflowers. There were no there was no corn. There nope. nothing growing there. So I was like, it's not really a farmhouse because this doesn't look like a farm. But anyway, the lady who uh, was responding to me on Airbnb. You know, she was super nice, super friendly. Anything you need, you just let us know, all this other stuff. And there were, you know, there were like once or twice, it was like a God bless you, you know? And I was like, okay, like, you know, she's a sweet old lady. And I know old ladies always say, God bless you. I grew up in a little town and, you know, they're just very liberal with that. Jesus loves you. And, you know, and he does. The rest of us may think you're an asshole, but Jesus loves you. (laughs) And so, um, anyway. Uh, we arrive at this place. It's a dirt patch, and Denise immediately gets out her phone. And you, you say dirt patch, the entire yard was dirt. Let's yeah, be clear. I mean, front and back. Yeah. Okay. the The entire property was dirt. Okay. I believe. Go ahead. So, Denise goes in with her phone, and she comes out white as a sheet. <laughs> I mean, there's no, there's no joking around at all. She was like, "How much was this place?" <laughs> And I'm like, 80 bucks? And she was like, uh, yeah, like we should have got a better place. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, go inside. And the, it's a little difficult to explain because there were the decorations themselves were uh, religious in nature for the most part. Or they were very old. And it did look like, okay, some old grandpa used to live here or something. There was actually a picture of old grandpa on the wall. Which was a little scary. But uh-huh. anyway, um, I saw him looking at you in the middle of the night, by the <laughs> way. I'm sure you did. I saw him in my brain. <laughs> like It burned anyway, in my brain. Grandpa, God rest his soul, uh, was shining down all, all over the place. But uh, the first thing you noticed walking into this house where there were little strips of paper like taped to everything with like multiple exclam- exclamation points and like long descriptions of a flashlight or just random things. And then, you know, of course you get to the main table in the front window. It was the most, come on. Well, no, we we got to talk about the the most frightening home I have ever walked into. It took a minute to digest what was going on. I'm not going to lie. And so we, uh, walk to the front table and of course there's a Bible laid out, which is fine. And there was a passage in there that was highlighted and it said something about leaving. Uh, it's funny. I, you know, what? okay. So uh, I grew up Methodist. I've been through the Bible a few times. I get around. Uh, I've read a little, uh, but I had never recognized. I'm Catholic. This. We don't read the Bible. Yeah. You guys, you just, you guys just gamble and smoke and fight. <laughs> Completely. So in uh, <laughs> conquer nations. Uh-huh. And so, um, and so anyway, so I read it and it, like, if, if it were just the Bible without all the other Oh. Bible verses all over, like pasted to the walls. It was like computer printed paper. 
it was so frightening. Um, if anyone's ever seen the film Midsummer, then you know <laughs> where I am coming from right now. I felt like I was in Midsummer because when you walk into any any place, any place, whether it's a home or a business or a garage, like I don't care where you walk into when it's overloaded with Jesus. That immediately says to me, the devil is present. <laughs> I saw, oh my God. No, I'm not kidding. It I know, a, I know. It, it has a cover up. It does for have the devil It is has present. the adverse effect. It's like uh, the Shakespeare quote. I think it's a Shakespeare quote where it's like, methinks thou protest too much. You know, it's <laughs> yes. like, it's like, okay, you're trying way too hard. So, Back to my point, if you if I had just walked in there and it was a few crosses and grandpa's photo and the Bible open, it'd be like, no big deal. But I was so scared. I normally am very sassy and I wanted to close the Bible. I didn't close the Bible. No. I yeah. was so scared. I absolutely forbid Denise to close that Bible. I was scared myself. Um because she would have known. Because the well, minute that we yeah, had left, I mean, she would have went to the seat. Like she was total I think there were cameras in the house, if you want to know. Like when I was getting ready in the bathroom, I literally said to myself as I was undressing, somebody's watching me. And what can I do about it? Like I honestly thought that. I'm like, there's a camera in here and somebody yeah. is somebody is watching me. I mean it wouldn't have been far-fetched. I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, I felt bad the minute we got inside. I was like, ooh. Like, okay. So I think what the intent was, there were there were three things going on, okay? The first was she was ultra-religious. And there's fine. That's fine. There's nothing wrong. Like, whatever. It can be ultra-religious. It, it's a little overwhelming when I'm just, like, renting a house from you for the night. Like, you know, hey, I'm just passing through like number two she really wanted to pay homage to her grandfather and grandmother because i guess this was their house at some point and number three they'd obviously had some dirt bags staying there because there were instructions literally on every freaking light switch like every light switch don't touch this mirror this flashlight is an antique flashlight please don't use it uh and it's like okay well if you don't want me to use stuff in your airbnb Take it out. Just take it out. I don't need the flashlight unless you and your no, cult of white sheeted people come and try and steal me in the middle of the night. Then I need a flashlight because I'm going to run. But uh, and I guarantee even for a big boy, I will outrun those people. But um, aside from all that, I'm just like so there were like three things going on. And I guess she thought her her approach to all three of those things were to print out a paragraph for every single thing and literally tape it to everything so around the house. Like, if you are, you know, listening to this, you're going to go to my Instagram because I'm going to show everyone the video of the house plus every single printed piece of paper that she had um, in one of those plastic folders that was pasted to the walls, to the doors, to yeah. the door handles. It was like, she said, this knitted quilt and she would go into the history, was knitted in 1824 by my great, 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 da, 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 the whole thing. It's used the sarn. At the very bottom was in bold, do not touch. And it was like, <laughs> I'm not it was just, kidding. it was odd. It and was you, odd. And their rating was through the roof. Like, I'm not lying. Like, I have my theory on those um, reviews. Those were all church people. <laughs> Of Those were not they real. Were. No, they were not real. You don't think Airbnb they really stated. I know, but people, the thing with no. Airbnb is you can't really review somebody unless you've actually paid the fee to stay at a particular place. You know, so oh. maybe they're church people oh, from. God. That's other so scary. I don't know. It's like I don't want to bang on church people. Like that's not my thing. Even though I think their politics and their religion have couldn't be a further divide uh, than what I learned as a okay, kid growing on. up. But it, really, really quick. I've been raised I, my whole life. I'm Catholic. My brother and sister-in-law are Christians who live the word, walk the word, yeah. talk the word. They're not crazy. These people uh, were we crazy. We would never walk into our brother and sister-in-law's house. Never. And see notes everywhere. About Jesus. I mean, like, look, okay, I can walk into any house. I know plenty of Italians who have a beautiful Bible quote on their wall. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, put the my sacred put, put the sacred heart up on the wall. Like you my, know, my sister in law and brother have 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 a Jesus quote, I believe, on their wall somewhere. I'm sure they do in their bedroom. Uh, they they're not this. Okay, this oh, no. is different. When there's so much 
printed stuff all over the house. It's like I went to bed exhausted because my eyes were so beat up <laughs> because I couldn't look anywhere without having to read something. Like you can't when when it was like being in a room of newspapers. <laughs> it was like yes. if you were in a padded cell Agreed. in a straitjacket and there were just newspaper clippings all over the wall. <sighs> I just wanted to get out of that house. Was, I mean, we slept and I was like, they're going to come in in the middle of the night. Um, I mean, I was confident and there was no way he was going to be able to protect me. <laughs> She's right about There's that. There's no way. I like, mean, uh, you know, it was, it reminded me of that. What was that movie? The Visitors where they just come. Uh, what, was the, what was the movie where like the four randos in the mask just, just yeah, show up? Yeah, it was up, The Visitors. And it was like a random, yeah, you know, murder but, spree but or whatever. The, it wasn't going to be in my head how I was playing it out. It wasn't going to be oh, random. Oh, no, you were going to be a handmaid. Oh, <laughs> For sure. And they had this plan and I had this whole thing going on in my head. It's like, this is their cover. They rent these Airbnbs and then people disappear. (laughs) No, I had it all. You didn't see Midsummer, so I can't even. But but I do know, like, uh, I went to one uh, church when I was a kid and it was to me, it wasn't the type of religion I was raised with. And, but it was, it was a very, uh, you know, sort of, uh, Pentecostal, I guess, lack of, for lack of a better word, uh, experience where like the organ player was like, had her eyes rolled back in her head and everybody was rolling around on the floor speaking in tongues. And, I didn't feel in that moment that Jesus was around, you know? <laughs> I, there was not a warm, fuzzy feeling. Like when I walk into there church. Wasn't. No, yeah. when I when I walk into, when I walk to Our Lady Grace, there's always a warm, fuzzy yeah, feeling. Yeah, it's like everybody no, no. hugs you. There and... was no warm, fuzzy feeling in this, no. in this house. And so I couldn't figure it out. And because I couldn't figure it out, I just wanted to leave. There were stacks and stacks of spiral notebooks of people saying, how much they love staying there. And to me, those are all people that are dead and missing right now. (laughs) And look, if there are people missing in New Mexico, they should go check out these spiral notebooks. I know. And see It has nothing to do with alien abductions. It's literally like they are, you know. Uh Uh-huh. They're gone. They're in a cabin somewhere up in the woods. Oh, no. Uh, It's worse than that. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so that um, that was our first night into Roswell. And to me, I thought, oh, if this is like how Roswell is going to be, he's going to poop his pants. Yeah. <laughs> but it turns out that was the- uh, That was that, the scariest part yeah, of Roswell. Yeah, that was the scariest part of Roswell. So we went to bed that night and Denise woke up with dry eye because one of them was open the entire evening. <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> the entire night. Uh, I heard about three trains. Yep. And I heard just tons and tons of trucks. Uh, fortunately, we did not hear footsteps- that was that would have been bad. And we knew, and you had mentioned this earlier, that he said to me, and without him even saying it, I swear to God, he never uttered a word to me. The next morning in my head, I just kept thinking, we have to get out of here as soon as possible because they're going to come <laughs> up on us. Like yeah. they're going to, and I, like I just can't had leave a feeling. here 18 minutes late. No, they're going to. They're, they, they're coming to clean the place. Oh, no. I did not think they were coming to clean. They wanted to meet us. They wanted to meet us. And yeah. so I'm getting all of my stuff. And he yells out to me, hurry, they're going to want to meet us. <laughs> when he said well, that, okay, so I was like, literally, yeah. I was in the bedroom and my eyes oh went. Oh my God, this place. It was like, I just, my eyes just shot open. And I was like, oh, he's thinking what I'm thinking. They're going to come and meet us. Yep. Yep. So, but before that, you know, of course the dog has been our little problem child for the better part. We've had some really good cities and good places where she's just been super mellow, but this particular night, no. She uh, felt it too. Well, she did, but (laughs) I let her out and because it was dirt everywhere at that point, it was evening and dew was, had fallen on the ground. So now it was just mud and I didn't want to walk out there in, you know, my Ugg slippers. So- (laughs) You are so I know I am so You know what? If you guys are gonna I mean, I really appreciate those slippers to my daughters and my (laughs) wife. Like if you're gonna buy them for me, I'm gonna treat them nice. That's all. I didn't ask for them, but I do like them. So anyway, um (laughs) That is really funny. I know. So I there's no way I was getting my Ugg slippers all dirty. There's no way. So I'm standing there on the on the thing, uh on the on the the a couple of bricks, and of course the dog just like wanders behind the building at four in the morning, and I'm like, You've gotta be kidding me. So I walk around the building and then she just decides like she can't 
we've decided Roxy can't really hear that well anymore. So what happens is she sneaks off and then you start marching after her. And then she eventually sees you and thinks, oh, it's playtime. And then she starts running from you. It's dangerous. It's so dangerous. And they were like, you know, again, there were like trucks going by and everything. So she avoided the street, but she kept going deeper and deeper back on the property. It's 4 a.m. I'm like, holy cow. Like, I'm seriously like I'm either going to get shot or kidnapped or they're just going to come and take Denise while I'm chasing the dog. <laughs> One of the two. And then there I think the house, well, I'm pretty sure it's the house where they live was also on the property. And of course she runs around this old junky shed and oh. bam, she's right on that, sh that side. And it's like four in the morning and now I'm in my bare feet because I took my Ugg slippers off <laughs> and I'm like, Roxy, Roxy, <laughs> trying to scream at her without screaming and waking them up. <laughs> get, in, get in the house. And she's like, just like wagging her tail, looking at me. And she's like, she does a frolic thing. And it's like mud is flying up under her paw pads or oh, whatever. I'm like, God. I'm going to kill this dog. So well, I didn't go to bed after that. I was a cranky ass, like the whole more for the better part of the morning after that. But we had a night. It was like an early checkout. Like they wanted you out by nine or 10. <laughs> we were, I was like, we were out of here at eight 55. Uh -huh, like, we There's no way. I think and, it was 10 o'clock. And I did look as I was checking out, like I was reading the checkout instructions and it did say in there, Hey, and you know, if you want, we'd love to meet you or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God. And it's just like, I start, like I had this vein like popping in my forehead and I was like, I have to get her out of here. Like she's so slow moving in the morning. I am. And she's going to be dragging ass. And then this lady's going to come over mm -hmm. and want to chat me up. And I'm going to have to fake tell her how great a night we had. Yep. Just so I could be sure that we got out of there. Um, in one piece. The thing is, you know, ultimately it's like, look, uh, she believes what she believes. And, you know, I'll power to her for that. Uh, she was a nice lady. Until I left my review. Um, but before that, she was super nice. <laughs> she was nice. never Christian. She was and that, never. <laughs> that response to your review proved it. Yeah, okay? I know. But she she got really mad. I said pros, um, really affordable. I felt like we got, like, again, you get what you pay for. Like, it's not her fault that I decided, you know what? We're only going to spend 80 bucks and crash in this place tonight. I grew up in Ohio. It's like, whatever. I, I can deal with modest um, this was not modest. This, <laughs> this was oppressive print work everywhere. <laughs> and, and, you said oppressive print work. Yes. And oh my God. I was that is like, the, that is what literally the hell is going on in this place. Like I, I live, we, we've lived, we've been together for a long time. It's like, I know your, I know your micro facial expressions at this point. Like we know each other so well. And I'm like, like he Something's knows wrong. Like yeah, my spidey he, senses were tingling the minute you came running out. He knows the difference between there are roaches here and then the devil is here. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it came down to. So, uh, uh, you know, cut to me basically pushing Denise all in all her bags into the van and it's like at eight fifty five and mud flew as we pulled out of this place. <laughs> <laughs> like we are out. He was like, hurry. I know. He it's literally like, yelled, hurry. I don't want to meet them. Oh my God. <laughs> The devil will make me run like a little okay, kid. But here's, so I'm out. <laughs> here's the best. Um, we or I figured out the next morning that the track home next to ours, directly next to it, like within feet, was also their rental property. Yeah. And um, there was okay. Here's the funny. There was a light on in that house all night. Oh, and you like know what? Wait. A side, like a side room light. And yeah. I was like, are they? They're either watching us or no? I actually think that they were frightened also because they pulled up in a Prius. Oh. So you know the generalization of a Prius. Oh, so they were an Airbnb or two? You think? Yep. Oh, I thought it was just like nope. a regular rental. They had a Prius, and that light in their bathroom, I think, was on all night, and they were out before because we they were, were sleeping with a shotgun. Well, Prius people generally, I mean, oh, yeah, you right. know, they're like hugging trees and stuff like that. They're all about the, you know, look, I'm generalizing, but you, you know, Prius people, totally we know Prius people, they're all really like happy-go-lucky, like hippies. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Am I wrong? I, Do you know I, a person who owns a Prius that carries a I shotgun? I mean, they're not carrying an AR-15. Yeah. No. Prius owners and AR-15s don't yeah, go together. So, I totally, I completely agree with okay, you. Okay. So yeah. those Prius Your people- Your point is made. <laughs> okay. So those Prius people had that light on all night and they were out before us. So I said to you- So they were sleeping all night with nunchucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Oh, for sure. Okay. So I said to you, which you probably don't even remember because you were in your own head. I said to you, the Prius people left before we oh did. Oh my God. I didn't know there was no buffer. <laughs> there was no buffer. It was like, oh, she'll get to the Prius people first and we'll use them as human shields to get out of here. No, they were probably out at 6 a.m. Oh my uh, God. It's a shame. It's such a shame because it's like, I'm Sure, she's such a nice lady no, in she's person. Not. No, she's not. not that right. review showed she wasn't. I don't. Yeah, well, she in the end she revealed her true colors. Plus, she doesn't know how to spell, so she had a sign up that said "No excessive drinking." A C C E S S. And I was like, I was "Oh, like, you're oh, going to give me rules." We access drinking all the time. It's no problem. <laughs> no problem, lady. We can access that drinking. We got this. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I forgot like, about I excessive drinking. I think I said to you, "She's going to tell me what to do. She should spell it right." Yeah. So um, that was our Roswell experience. Best part: Airbnb. Yeah. So um, anyway, so then we went into town. Oh. We got a great cup of coffee at Stellar Coffee and a terrible breakfast. It was really the bad food. The food was awful. Yeah, it was terrible. But uh, the the Americano was really good, I must say. It was good. I was happy. I'm glad you left happy. Yeah, yeah. You, not, not so much. Nope, no, not at all. Yeah, it was just- it I was, was actually angry. It was just more for you. <laughs> it was just more of the same of what you were already experiencing. Pretty you much. Like, you had a crappy breakfast and a crappy night's sleep, and now we're going to go to some crappy tourist attractions. So- um, I was happy to be alive, though. So, uh, oh, we actually, uh, so that we can go to the museums, we actually left Roxy at a place. I got to put that in our Google map. Um, I oh, forget the place too. where we left them, but there were like a trillion dogs in like a three room place. Um, <laughs> I walked in. They were all happy. I uh-huh. mean, all the dogs were like falling all over each other. And I walked in and then that stirred them all up again. You know, <laughs> so I left Roxy there. Um and they were like, does she need her nails trimmed? Does she need whatever? And I look and there are like two uh, young people just like back there, like shearing dogs. Like <laughs> it was like a factory in this small little place. Yeah, but they're clippers. They were super nice people. I would totally leave the dog there a hundred times. But, um, you know, it was a little cramped with all the dogs they had. They were taking care of that day. But um, her tail was wagging. We picked her up. But yeah, yeah we left she was her. waiting first at the window and her tail was wagging. She had a good visit. Um, so. We left her there because we really wanted to go into some of the museums and yeah. shops and knew that we couldn't do that with her. So um, so we left her there. But I'm glad we did because we ended up, obviously, we talked a little bit about at the top about um, going into the International UFO Museum. But the one thing I do want to mention really quick is that um, there was a gentleman there by the name of Dennis who's a firm believer. He actually dug on the site where the alien uh, ship supposedly crashed and he was just chock full of information. I actually did an interview with him and I'll be posting some of that, uh, on my Instagram, which is skip town, Denise, and also skip town all-stars. Uh, Dennis was really quite the character. He He does a one hour talk at the UFO museum and, um, and do not ask Dennis any questions that question what happened? He That's gets right. very upset. He's very protective of the people, the witnesses, everybody who saw, uh, you know, this um, crash landing. Uh, Dennis is very, very protective of them. He was actually the one that told us that you can no longer get to the crash site because an individual bought. So the crash site itself is actually on government land, but the entire no. site. Yes, but How the do you entire. Know that? Because he he told us that. No, that's not true. The entire surrounding area, as I understand it, was purchased by a land, like a private landowner who they can't identify. No, no. Here's what he said. He said that that property was always privately held and that a new person just bought it and took down all the signs and wiped the internet clean. Yeah, so now you don't even know. Like now there's not even a no trespassing sign. But what he said was that that new private owner is really the U.S. government. Yeah, the conspiracy theory is that the U.S. government basically pays somebody to be the owner on record of this property. Yes, that's what he said. So um, anyway, he was very interesting and that made... I would say that made that was the best part of our trip. Yeah, and do not it, tell him it was a weather balloon. Uh-oh. It was not a weather balloon. Absolutely so. not. And Dennis, like, to be fair, is about 80. Yeah. And he used to do tours around the Roswell um, 
area, meaning he actually took tours yeah, over there. to the site. Yeah, yeah to the he, site. He was one of the few people allowed to do it. Yeah, and then he said COVID hit, and it you know it was very difficult. He said he had to get certain permits and whatnot. Yeah. So, um, and so he's he, eighty now. Yeah. So he's like, I'm eighty. So I'm out. I'm not doing. So now he just does one hour talks um, at the museum, and he does it like twice a day or something like that. So we were really yeah. lucky that when we were there, we got to sit in on a talk, and he asked us if we had any questions, and you know people people asked him. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That was a good time. Before that, though, we went to a place called, uh, I want to hang on. Oh, second. there was two other places yeah. there that were yeah. not even worth mentioning, but you can mention them if I'm, you want. I'm going to totally mention them. Uh, They're not worth mentioning, but go ahead. I'm going to totally mention them. Okay. So the first place we went was Alien Zone. And the reason I mention it is it was only, what was it, $5 a $5. person? $5. Yeah. Do not spend the $5. You think to yourself, oh, this is $5. I'm only going to spend $5. It's $10 for two of us. This will be fun and quirky. Uh, no, you get into the maze area where they show you the alien displays, you know, mannequins with alien masks and costumes and stuff like that. Like, that's all fine. But the real issue with Alien Zone is it smells like burnt cat piss throughout the entire place. The yep. minute you get in there, there's a cat living in there or two. Or two. Yeah, it's really bad. It's and you don't like, even smell well. Like meaning like you don't oh, have no, a good it was sense pervasive. of smell. Like do not take <clears throat> your children into this place. Not because they're going to get scared of the aliens. There's nothing scary. But because they're going to have allergy dander in their eyeballs the minute they get out of this place. Just yep. do not go. Uh, there was a better one. Okay, so there is a better one called Roswell's UFO Spacewalk. That had like sort of the circular where you walk through the tunnel and it's disorienting and it's spinning around and all that stuff. The displays were good. There was a lot of audio that they had mixed together and it was a it was a much better presentation. So skip Alien Zone, you know, either way, it was kind of a waste of 20 bucks all around. <laughs> and so I guess we really were just happy to be alive at that point. I'm really happy we met Dennis. So I don't yeah. feel like the trip was wasted. I feel like we went to Roswell. And by the way, um, I was I was thinking about doing Roswell um, on the way to Texas. But I have to be honest with you, a listener um, when I was in Utah uh, was the one who said, oh, you have to hit Roswell at some point. And when she said that, I was like, okay, I'm definitely going. Yeah. So all that to say, like, we really do listen to our listeners. If it's uh, on the way and we can we can visit, we definitely will. And Roswell was one of those that I had had in my head about visiting, yeah. but it really honestly wasn't until my listener said, you have to do Roswell, that I was like, we're going. And in the end, I'm glad I went. Um, again, if I were to recommend it, me personally, I would recommend it possibly during like the UFO convention. Although Dennis did tell us, was it 11,000 people descended? Yeah, it's a lot of people. So it'd be, okay, that Airbnb is but, more than $88 at. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's charging at least $97 <laughs> that night. Um, but uh, I will say that if, you know, if there was a UFO convention going on, I probably would have thought it was a fantastic thing because yes. everybody would get up for that. They would have costumes on. Yes. Uh, the streets would be dirty and you wouldn't even realize like, oh no, this is how it normally is in Roswell. Like Because you'd be looking at all the <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, because, well, you'd be looking at all the people and you'd be like, well, of course it's dirty. There are 11,000 people here. Not realizing for sure, like, no, it's just an ordinary day and it always looks this way. But, uh, you know, anyway. So uh, I'm a like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a thumbs up sort of so i'm like you know what if you're a big alien person the museum is worth it and dennis is still there so go you're like hell no don't even bother right um huh, that's tough i mean i think the three minute video we did like interview like dennis allowed us to interview him even before his talk right there in the right there museum. in the museum yeah and uh that three minute interview alone probably made it worth our time to go there just because I mean, here's a guy that, you know, knew the people who live there, who professed that they saw this thing and he's done the tours. He's been to the land. He's actually like taken a shovel to the ground there. Like, that's cool. That's worth my 80 bucks at the church lady's house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I guess Roswell's a, a yeah. go for you as well. Well, my advice would be just show up in the morning, don't sleep there and keep driving. But I don't know where you're going to land because uh, it's it takes a while to get to anywhere else, you know? All right. So um, that was our Roswell experience. Do you are you still a believer? Oh yeah, I'm totally a believer still. 
I looked at some of those files and, you know, I mean, I, no, what we're ma- not, no, no, we're not no, starting. What makes me believe is this. <laughs> there was such a rush by the government to shut people up. It tells me there was something there, you know? Okay. You're not buying that? Because you seemed like you were. Well, no, I mean, you, when you I'm, seemed like you were thing. leaning into that part yes. of it a little bit while um, we were there. So it sounds so small minded to think that there aren't other life forms. Be- yeah, beings, life forms inhabiting our universe. Yeah. So I don't want to seem small minded, but I am so the person that like I can't believe it until I see it. So I have a hard time with that. But then like when I think about Roswell or Area 51, like what is the big cover up? Like to me that's so insane. Like whenever there's such a big cover up about it, there's something. Um I mean, there's obviously rumors that they were testing like some something. The government was testing something. Well, if that were the case, wouldn't people have come out already at this point and said, look, we were testing like, you know, a new kill missile. Like, I mean, like you would have heard something. So. What the hell is a kill missile? I don't know. You know what the government makes. Go on. Anyway, so, um, but nothing's ever come out like. I don't know. It's weird. And then, you know, sometimes on people's deathbeds, you hear they'll say, generals will say, it was true. There were aliens. So then when you hear that, you're like, huh, I don't know. I'm still, I kind of am leaning toward it. I really am. Like going there, I was like, this is crazy, stupid stuff, but let's go. (laughs) Um, But I don't want to seem stupid. Like, how could there not be other life forms? So to me, I'm like, okay, I got to be logical about it. well, it's tough because, you know, you watch all these like shows where they're like hunting, say, Sasquatch, and it's just 13 seasons of people screaming in the woods, you know, right. and there's nothing like they never find anything. I know? know. But then there's people uh, from all over the world who have had yeah. odd sightings. Um, I don't know. It's so easy to say that those odd sightings are something else other than a UFO. You can, you can almost explain them away, but sometimes um, maybe they just are UFOs. Maybe. So I'm somewhere in the middle before I was like really a non-believer. Yeah, you were. Now I'm somewhere in the middle. Um, I do have a friend. I'll just share this really quickly. Dennis converted you. A little bit. (laughs) I really liked him. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who, and this is a friend. I mean, somebody I've known for many, many years. And if I heard the story from you and you said my friend, or I heard it from someone else, they said my friend. I'm like, okay, whatever. I would have just stopped listening. But because it's my friend. Your friend. Yeah. I um I know it's true. Uh he was telling me that he was driving, he lives in Florida, and he was driving down some road. That explains a few things. Go on. Any case, uh, there were people pulled off on the side of the road and there was a bright light in the sky and he pulled off on the side of the road and um, he asked a girl, he's like, what's going on here? And she goes, I don't know. She said, all of us are looking at the same thing. It's like some crazy bright light in the sky. And he said, they looked, it disappeared, it went away and they all got in their car. And when he got in his car, it was three hours later. So he thinks he was abducted. Like he said, where did three hours go? He's like, that's impossible. And he's not a liar. Um, I know him for, I've known him for years. He truly thinks he was abducted. Where did the three hours go? If it was an alien, maybe something happened in that moment and time was forwarded so quickly for those people that were looking at that bright light. Um, was he abducted? Could that have been? I don't know. All I know is that something happened and that's not very explainable. That's not very explainable. But, you know, there are plenty of guys that leave Chili's and they're driving home. And I know you hear about it all the time. Yeah. And they see a bright light and then their yeah. friends don't believe them and all that. No. Yeah. They see a bright light. And then the next thing you know, they're waking up on the side of the road. Their butt hurts. <laughs> and then oh my God. they have to drive home. And tell their wife where they've been and, you know. What alien abducted them. I mean, you know, them. it could have been Mary Lou's house. But at the same time, <laughs> it could have been an alien abduction. You never know. Okay. These, it doesn't explain the butt hurting. It but. always takes a terrible turn with you. <laughs> We've really kicked this dead horse 
called Roswell. I think it's probably time to wrap it up. There's no point in doing a top five for me because we already talked about our top one. My top two, uh, the Americano at Stellar Coffee and then Dennis at the International UFO Museum. Well, I don't have a top five because I didn't eat there. So I would say, well, <laughs> I did. I had a horrible breakfast, but that's no. I So I left there hungry. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Dennis as well is one, my number one for Roswell. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, there you have it. There's our top one. Uh, <laughs> we, oh my uh, God, if we didn't have Dennis, we'd have nothing. Oh, I'd be so angry right now. I'd be so livid. Um, but have nothing. We had Dennis. Yeah. All right. There's there our go. Roswell experience. Uh, a couple of housekeeping items. And that is, uh, I know a lot of you are really starting to watch the YouTube version of the pod. We really appreciate yes. that. Yes. Uh, it just depends on what city we're in, though. Sometimes I need my, uh, editor friend Arturo Batala to cut this thing back in Los Angeles for me. So if you don't see it on Tuesday mornings, I'm really, really trying to get it to you guys in time. Uh, but sometimes with travel schedules or what have you, it doesn't appear until Thursday morning. Thursday morning is my drop deadline. Uh, so if you're following us on uh, YouTube, I just want to sort of spell that out. Uh, you know, maybe if uh, w once we're w once we're done with our wild road trip uh, and we're actually really remote working from somewhere, <laughs> I'll have the time to get uh, all those episodes up on Tuesday. Um, the other item I wanted to mention was please check out the Linktree link that is in every single episode now, you can go there, not only follow us on all your platforms, which we're really happy you're doing, but you can also see the Google Maps of everywhere we went. We don't always talk about them in every single episode. Uh, we just don't have that kind of time or memory. We're 50-somethings for crying out loud. Uh, and uh, Denise, in fairness, has been very diligent about merging our debit card swipes into those maps. Like she will literally go through our bank account and say, oh, yeah, that's right. We went here. Oh, yeah. James bought coffee there. Um, so if you're really interested in seeing where we've been and maybe a like quick take on physically, physically yeah. seeing where we've been. Yeah. What Google restaurants we've hit, what hotels we've stayed yeah. at. Uh, Denise uh, has been very instrumental. Thank you, honey in uh, putting that stuff together. And I think that's about it for Roswell, yeah? Oh yeah, we're done. We're done. Yeah. We're done with you, Roswell. Tell him, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second. It's our slogan, honey. I know. It's our slogan. Empty nest, full tank. Now we're done. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.